I'm historian John Meacham. In his final Sunday sermon, days before his death, Martin Luther King Jr. said, We are tied together in the single garment of destiny. This is the way God's universe is made. This is the way it is structured. A single garment of destiny. We the people cannot escape that reality. Nor, as Lincoln taught us, can you and I escape history. And we shouldn't want to, for many of us have been given much. Liberty, opportunity, a sense of possibility. The task of our time is to make sure those gifts are available not just to folks who look like me, but to all of us. This is a grave moment in America. A deadly virus is ravaging us. Our jobs are evaporating. Our faith in the things that bind us together is fraying, for our democracy is under assault from an incumbent more interested in himself than he is in the rest of us. Extremism, nativism, isolationism, and a lack of economic opportunity for working people are all preventing us from realizing our nation's promise. And so we must decide whether we will continue to be prisoners of the darkest of American forces, or will we free ourselves to write a brighter, better, nobler story? That's the issue of this election, a choice that goes straight to the nature of the soul of America. Humankind has long viewed the soul as the vital center, the core, the essence of existence. The soul is what makes us, us. In its finest hours, America's soul has been animated by the proposition that we are all created equal and by the imperative to ensure that we are treated equally. Yet America is a mix of light and shadow. Seneca Falls and Selma and Stonewall dwell in the American soul, but so do the impulses that have given us slavery, segregation, and systemic discrimination. Often, we'd prefer to hear the trumpets rather than face the tragedies. But an honest accounting of who we've been can enable us to see who we should be, a country driven by the best parts of our soul, not by the worst, a country informed by reason and candor, not by ego and lies, a country that's big-hearted, not narrow-minded. The struggle to be who we ought to be is difficult, demanding, and ongoing. Justice can be elusive, and change in America has been painful and provisional. The Civil War led to segregation, the New Deal to right-wing reaction, civil rights to white backlash. Yet history, which will surely be our judge, can also be our guide. From Harriet Tubman to Alice Paul to John Lewis, from the beaches of Normandy to the rending of the Iron Curtain, our story has soared when we've built bridges, not walls, when we've lent a hand, not when we've pointed fingers, when we've hoped, not feared. If we live in hope, we open our souls to the power of love. We've been taught to love our neighbors as ourselves. As individuals and as a nation, however, we fail at following that commandment more often than we succeed. But when we fail, we must try again and again and again, for only in trial is progress possible. From Jamestown forward, our story has become fuller and fairer because of people who share a conviction that Dr. King articulated 
on that Sunday half a century ago. The arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends toward justice. Bending that arc requires all of us. It requires we the people, and it requires a president of the United States with empathy, grace, a big heart, and an open mind. Joe Biden will be such a president. With our voices and our votes, let us now write the next chapter of the American story, one of hope, of love, of justice. If we do so, we might just save our country and our souls.